This is Hey America with Marvin Askew, your host. Today I have Beth Elkins, a former colleague of mine. Well, I wouldn't say former colleague, still a colleague of mine. Um, and we're going to have some basic discussion. Good morning, Beth. Hi, Marvin. How Thanks are you? Me. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, since COVID, this has become my sort of therapy, you know, so... It's a great idea. Yeah, you know, give me the opportunity to express, you know, uh, what's been going on, you know, with me and the uh, organization over the last couple of years. It's been, um, you know, some crazy time. You know, I'm sure same thing, you know, in your case. Um, sure. I, and I guess, uh, you know, what I want to do is, you know, a little a bit about how um, things have been impacting you over the last couple of years. Um, you know, since you've been in your own business with uh, Pilates Loft. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, I guess when I had my daughter <laughs> years ago, she's 19 now, I started thinking way ahead to like, I don't know if I can be the kind of mom that works every day after school, um, which is kind of what it means when you're a ballet teacher. And I, you know, I love ballet and I love teaching for years, but I started to think of like, how can I evolve this into something that... Um, no, I understand. A better with a, having a kid, yeah. <laughs> Being a parent, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different sense. avenue, yeah. Yeah. So um, I had studied Pilates on and off for years and really loved it. And we had a, we still have a building on Allen Street that we own. So it kind of made sense that that could be my space. Um, so I shifted gears and got certified and have been running that for, gosh, probably 17 years. Um, wow, it's been that long. <laughs> Yeah, and I love it, but I think I, I do really miss teaching kids. It's a whole different thing when you're teaching adults. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. Know? Yeah. Um, and but I you have to have patience for both. I, yeah, exactly. It's a, just a different skill, and I, um, but I love it, and I think that it, you know, I really believe in Pilates, and I think it helps people, and it helps people as they age, and it, you know, kind of makes sense for my dancing to have evolved into that anyway. Um, you know, in a personal way that it's been helping me. Oh, um, yeah. I actually recently just rebranded. So my na my business name is now the Pilates Lab. Oh, okay. No the loft. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of new and I haven't even been open because of COVID. So it's I haven't really put it into practice, but um, I'm going in a slightly different direction and trying to make it a little more accessible for Everybody. Well, Beth and I have been going, we, we go way back, you know, from mm -hmm. um, the Empire Day. <laughs> yeah, we do, really. And would you, be, would you believe this, that Harry Ferris is now the, um, um, the uh, not promoter, but he's the general manager of Pittsburgh Ballet? No, wait. Did you didn't I know that? that? I might have heard that, but I kind of forgot. <laughs> Last I knew, he was like in Vegas or something. I yes, that's that. yeah. that's he ended up in Vegas after he left wow, um, Princeton, and now he's in Pittsburgh. You know, and the funny thing is that I have all these these um, ex Pittsburgh 
um, ballet friends oh, of, of mine. Of course, you were right. Of who course, are asking constantly asking me, you know, about Harry. You know, what was he like as a dancer? And you know, oh, <laughs> put wow. me on the spot. You know, right, right, right. And I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't even go there. Right, that's you know? like a whole different lifetime. Right, right. Person. I just can't even. All of it does. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a shocker, you know. But yeah, you know, we go all the way back to Empire days, and um, you know, uh, it, to me, that was those were fun days. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, was, um, just yeah. to have that freedom, you know, to kind of move about and you know, and let yourself go as a dancer and experiment with different, you know, forms of dance and. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, I understand, you know, and for me, you know, that crossover, you know, in terms of, okay, what's next after dancing, you know, so just like you, you know, I um, had to prepare myself um, life after dance, you know, right. and, you know, and actually I was doing that when um, I was actually in Pittsburgh Ballet, you know, and of course at that time, you know, um, Pat Wild thought I, you know, just losing interest, you know, it was, wasn't so much that, and, you know, with dancers you know you only get a year to year contract so you always (laughs) being hung in the ballot you know like okay you know absolutely so you have to always be prepared for that next gig yeah and that's just the way it was yeah it's a vulnerable feeling you have to be making plans for (laughs) yeah there there was no no three or four year contract you know or you know you get an extension for you know like a football player's extension for another three or four years <laughs> yeah for millions of dollars <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah, not the case. <laughs> yeah. But, but how in, I mean, in terms you gave of me so many opportunities with um inner city ballet it really it was a really great place for me to dance well i think you know um even at that time with empire being around buffalo's inner city ballet was sort of the those two were sort of like the hub of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So if you were a dancer, you're going to end up in one of those places, you know. Right. And, um, you know, it's, but, you know, which a lot of people don't know that Buffalo did have a full ballet company at one point in time. Right. You know, which was Niagara Frontier Ballet, which, you know, dissolved in the early, I think it was like the um, early 70s, you know, due to a fire, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, guess they, I never knew what. What yeah, they were on um, Elmwood and West Ferry. No, M- Elmwood and West Utica. That building that still exists there. Okay. Yeah, that's where the fire took place. And, oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And at that time, it was Kathleen Crofton who was um, the director. And, uh, okay. I got to work with Kathleen Crofton and Mer- with Maryland Ballet, you know, shortly after she left Buffalo, you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's some there's some history here in Buffalo. There's, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it's just it's a sad it's sad that you know there's um, there's no one left around that can record that history. Yeah. I know. You know, so it's it's we lose on that end. Right. <laughs> but getting back to you know being a parent, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, Hardest being job ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, because a lot of a lot of time I'm always hit with, um, well, do you ever wanted your sons to become dancer? Well, no, because <laughs> I knew exactly what I went through, you know. And then I was a, a big believer in letting, uh, you know, my boys figure out what they want to do. Right. Uh, right. 
I think I was caught a little bit that way, even with my daughter who danced for many years, but I was always like on tender hooks about like, do I want her to go down this road that is, you know, so rewarding and yet so heartbreaking. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is right. You know, and like me, I mean, I didn't have a body to make it in a, or the skills to make it in a huge company. I was lucky to do what I did here in Buffalo. And, well, I wouldn't say necessarily say that, you know, because, well, you know, I remember your, you know, in terms of your technique and everything. But if you, you know, if you, I found that if you came from a very wealthy family, you know, yeah. the chances of, of you becoming a full dancer was greater yeah, than you could be coming from a, a middle class or a poor family. Yeah. It was it was just tougher. You know? Yeah, sure. I'm, yeah, I look back and I'm like, well, my parents did a lot for me and it probably was a hardship for them paying for everything. But we didn't have the means to, you know, just move me to New York or do anything like that, of course. And and we didn't have the connections that, you know, wealthier people can tend to right. get. And you do need those sometimes. But even though when Valerie, my daughter, um, chose to stop dancing, she actually chose she had to make a choice between softball and dance. And it was baffling to me that she would go to softball because I'm just not an athlete person at all. But um, I could see that her, the discipline that she had from dance and like her kind of her technique, like she was really correctable. The coaches could tell her something and she would just do it. She was used to being, you know, having that instruction. Her body was used to being trained. Yeah. yeah. And um, she was very coachable. It was kind of neat to see. I knew that it had impacted her for sure. Yeah. No, I can, I, I understand that because I, you know, I, I talk to various people um, that I still keep in contact with that has kids. Um, you know, a few of them have daughters and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and doing very well, you know, in terms of um, technique wise, you know, but they're constantly dealing with, you know, uh, what can I afford to send them to, you know, right. this place or, you know, how's that going to impact the rest of the kids and, um, you know, when you're limited right. with, 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 with money, it, it makes it very difficult. Yes. And now with COVID, I mean, I know a couple of people who are just on the cusp of, you know, getting a job and starting their career and it's, everything's just on hold for, I don't know. how. But your body and your conditioning yeah. is it's not going to stay on hold. That's, that's no, the big problem. exactly. <laughs> it's really hard. And you've got a strip of Marley in your house. Yeah. Stay in shape. I mean, I don't know. My heart breaks for people in that. You know, situation. I had um, um, cause, you know, the I had a group of kids that were out from March, but they end up coming back. Um, we did some limited summer classes, you know, where, where we, you know, no more than ten people, ten people are allowed okay. into the studio with sure. spacing and everything. But when when they return, you know, what did I see? You know, a good ten pounds added. <laughs> Right. You know, and and for me, you know, being a guy, you know, I mean, how do you bring that up? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. and that's one point. The one bad thing being a male teacher, you know, there's there's just some areas you just don't go to, you know. Right. Right. And so, but you know, even though that's in my head, you know, it's like okay. Um, no, I'm not going to even bring that up. Yeah. Right. But yeah, um, it has to be done so so appropriately right right <laughs> carefully yeah and I you know, and I think it's something that only a woman can you know that's her area you know and you know being a male teacher you just can't mm. do it you know, so. that's interesting yeah that 
that could be true. Yeah. Uh, no, I learned. <laughs> you, you're telling me it's true. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been down that road once or twice, and like, nope, we don't. You know, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. And even then, I mean, I had a a fantastic female teacher. She taught me great technique, but she was a little, you know, it was there was some painful things that happened that probably could have been handled a little better about right. body shape and. We know we know better now. So. Right. And back in those days, teachers, you know, whatever came to their, their hit, oh, boom, right yeah. out. You whatever know, mean I, thing they wanted <laughs> to say. Yeah. I, I remember the days of being in the classroom and, you know, there was, you know, teachers that were just, it was their job to make one girl cry, you know, right. whatever. I don't know yeah. if you remember the things like that. Oh, you yeah. Know? But uh, as a guy, I was like, you walk in like, okay, who is it going to be today? Right. <laughs> you know? And uh, they were brutal, you know. Yeah. And I had one um, Russian teacher who came up to me and said, you know, you're going to amount to nothing, you oh. know. And, and I remember what rushed through my head, you know. <laughs> and I can't right. say I'm the, I'm the lying here, but yeah. it wasn't very pleasant. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, for me, uh. you know, I, um, I did start at Dance Lake, which was 14, you know. But, you know, I had to go in and take three classes a day some days and, you know, six days a week and it was it was it was a catch-up you know the right. first two years it was like catch-up 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 you know and um you know and so as you know the years went went on I you know I, I did get to a level where that I felt very comfortable that I could compete you know and um and just based on that you know I said um you know having boys no right. not not no 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 you know, they can right. do anything but this. <laughs> right. But, I uh, ask my son all the time if he wants to do it, but he's not biting. Mm. No. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> no. And I, he doesn't know. Like, my daughter saw me dance. He doesn't even have any idea. I mean, he's seen pictures, but he didn't experience it like she did. So he doesn't even know what yeah. he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, know you know, knows. just just between you and I, I still have the videos of us doing Giselle together. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. Oh, man, I saved, I mean, I have a whole history <laughs> I saved on video, and um, it's just a matter of now since the move, I have to really dig and, you know, find them, but I, you know, I right. do have them here, you know. So if you I ever want that. a copy. I do, you know? I want, I do, I do, I'll. I'll follow you up on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like the highlight of my career, probably. But, um, you know, my two sons, I don't know if you're aware of, they're both in the Air Force, you know. And, oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, and they're doing quite well. Um, both sergeants. Wow. You Marvin. know. And um, on on the side, um, you know, Brian, who is the youngest, you know, he's um, uh, he started off in the Air Force in weapon division. Okay. And um, he was down there with the nukes. <laughs> and, wow. um, you know, now he's a um, computer programmer. He uh, worked with um, the Air Force in terms of uh, cybersecurity. And wow. um, Marvin, on his spare time, he has a, um, a video um, company. He went, oh. you know, he used the GI Bill, went back to school, got his degree in um, filmmaking. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, he, I mean, his work is really incredible, you know, what he does, you know. And, um, you know, he just finished videotaping a project, you know, um, I think it was a type of uh, graphic women. Um, okay. 
you know, which what you uh, Lorna Hill was a part of before she passed away. Oh, and wonderful! Yeah, so he videoed, you know, um, that program for them, and um, which is supposed to be online sometime this month, where that you can, you know, uh, for a small fee, you can um, have access in terms of viewing it. Oh, I'd love to see. Yeah, that. Um, and he's in the Tri Main Building of all places. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, and you know, so Full he's circle. Right. right, right. I'm out. He's still in. <laughs> right. You know, but he's doing quite well. You know, and um, I just remember them as you know soldiers and party children. And yeah, no yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And after they got through doing that, it was like, nope, I had enough. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, didn't want to put tights on, or you know. Right. And I remember, you know. You know, just having to deal with them, that, and you know, like, okay, you know, just leave them alone, let them find their way, and you know, exactly, that's what, you can't. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's been since, you know. But um, you know, I'm a grandfather, and uh, yes, and a great grandfather. Really? Yes, of all things, yeah, yeah. My granddaughter what? just had a child um, about three, four months ago. Oh you my know. gosh! And. Um, Brian has a um, a three year old, um, which I just love dearly. You know, I, I, mean, I go to you know go out to New Mexico whenever I can. Just to, mm-hmm. you know, we just have this bond, me and this three year little, little three year old little boy. You know. Oh, how fun! Yeah, that yeah, so great. Yeah, you know, and it, it it takes away the anxiety that you have, you know, when you're dealing with a program like this and trying to keep it running, and um, right. you know, so that's. Uh, apart from doing what you know, I do on the side, but just going away and um, just being the company of that little one, you know, it's, yeah. it's a big difference. Definitely. Yeah, I've seen pictures online, but I'm sure being with him is just super special. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, how's Brad? Brad's good. Yeah, He's I very yeah. busy. That's good. Um, yeah. He, I don't, I don't know how much I should get into. He had a little bit of a health issue. I, yes, I knew. I was aware yeah. of that because I, I follow that. You know, we follow a lot of things online. We don't yeah. <laughs> necessarily, you know, tap in and say hello, you know. Right. But, but you see we, yeah, we see everything. Yeah. You know, that's a good, you know, one of the good thing about Facebook. You get to follow what's going on, you know. Right. So. Keep up with people. Right, right. Yeah, so that was 2019, and that was a you know pretty bad year for us. It was scary, and he had a lot of treatment, but he's doing great now. Mm-hmm. He's in deep remission, and he's feeling normal and um, back to work, teaching at UB. It was oh, all good. online, Excellent. but yeah, he's yeah, and he's still running his practice, so he's really good. Um, we just rolled right from like that whole episode into the COVID pandemic no so it's, I, been, I, you know, I, it's been a really weird two years but <laughs> i totally understand because 2018 i had a bit of health scare myself oh okay yeah um end up in the hospital have four blood clouds in the lungs <gasps> really Marvin. almost didn't make it oh that's so scary yeah yeah, yeah really <sighs> and um you know that's you know you have those moments and it's, it's a wake-up call and just tell you, you know, your time. It just remind you that how much exactly. your time is limited, you know, because you just right. never know when um, when it's your turn, you know. Yeah. So I know since then, you know, um, I've been pretty focused, you know. Um, 
you know, the main thing I want to do is, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I did end up moving out of the Tri-Main building. You know, that was one of the reasons. We don't want to go down the other reason, <laughs> which right. you, you're already aware of, it, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I want to be in a place where that, um, where I can really um, work on, you know, fundraising and um, those type of things and, you know, uh, recruitment, um, I, my, my, my dream one day is to still have a building, you know, from the ground up, uh-huh. you know, to keep moving, you know, the program for well beyond me. Okay. And one of the things that I couldn't do, you know, uh, because I felt like I was just totally boxed in at the, at the Trimane, um, you know, y- you're there for 25 years and you get out in the community and, you know, you start talking to people and they go, where are you located, you know? And right. people still not knowing where you are, you know. Right. And, you know, um, most dance schools, you know, have some sort of signage where that you can be driving down the street and go, oh, there's blah, 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 dance school, you yes. know. Yes. Being in the, the street, tri- yeah, being the tri-main, you know, y- y- you have none of that. Right. You know. And so, I, you know, the important thing was to, you know, to get into a location where that um, – that you could be visually seen. Right. And I think that would make, you know, a better impact than, um, than you know, the, the old location. Right. Seems like it, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I, and I love the space that I'm in now, you know. Uh, when I first walked in this building, I go, oh, my God, it's horrible, <laughs> you know. Um, oh. But they did a good job in terms of fixing, you know, this, the first floor up. Um, okay. You know, so I have SS complete access to two studio instead of having two studio only has access to one because you use the second one to store the costumes and sets, you know. Oh, right. That's right. You have right. Another one that so, which means I still only had one studio that I really had mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to use. But now I have two that I can use. Oh, that's Plus great. storage, you know, the, you know. Is it on Leroy? Yes, Leroy? 307 yeah. Leroy. Uh-huh. It's the old, next to the old church. Um, oh, that beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I know where that is. Yeah, and, um, you know, one of the other thing is, you know, whenever the kids had to go to the bathroom, you know, they had to be escorted, you know, because right. it was... It was the right, you know, and yeah. the bathroom was always locked, and you had to have, you know, right. the, the pin to get in and out, and, you know, it was, it was a hassle. Um, here, you know, the bathroom is, is right direct. They can just, you know, you don't have to worry about that, you know. And then, I, plus, I have access, to, you know, to a kitchen, a full kitchen. You oh, know, you do. Yes. You know, that allowed, you know, uh, and we were just about to get into a lot of things, you know, in terms of fundraising. Because, you know, I, you know, I bought um, um, cocktail tables and all kind of stuff, you know, so that we can have in-house fundraising. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and I bought decoration and stuff like that, you know. So I, it, I transformed the studio into a really nice setting. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And... Um, you know, and then with the kitchen, you know, I, you know, um, put a um, washing machine, portable washer and dryer and dishwasher and everything in there. So it's fully accessible, Wow! which is wonderful, you know. That's great. Yeah. And what I'm working on now, you know, because I have, you know, um, signed a lease for a second floor, you know. So I'm, what I'm putting up there is a black box theater and um, 
you know, so the, this will give kids some additional opportunity to perform, you know, not always having to wait to go into um, performing arts. Right. You know? And then this way I can keep the kids on stage all year round, you know. Right. You know, in terms of a limit, limited capacity, you know. And then next to that, you know, I, it, the other thing I want to do is be able to rent that out, you know, to like small, you know, little. To other groups. Yeah. Yes. You know, that really can't afford to go into um, anything major. And um, and then have next door to it uh, a small cafe. So whenever that little black box theater is, is operating, the cafe is operating. Marvin, you know, these are great ideas. Well, these are things that that I had in my my mind for years, but just could not do it, you know. And um, you know, and then you know, you have a board, you know, that were like, you know. Um, didn't really want to go out on a limb on things, you know, oh, that's risky, that's risky, that's risky, right. you know. And, um, you know, so I, I had to just jump at this, you know, and say, okay, I got to do this. Because if I right. don't, I'm just going to die in that building. Right. And, uh, <laughs> no, to be honest, I, yeah, I, you know, yeah. It, it was going in that direction, yeah. you know. Right. And um, so I took what little money I had and, you know, I paid for the move, you know, um, any all the upgrades around here came out of my own pocket, you know, and oh, things wow. was beginning to pick up, and, and then COVID hit. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I mean, it was disheartening, but you know, it's what it is. You know. Yeah. And We're then, gonna make it. We're yeah. gonna make it through. And I think after you know, um, you know, things get back to normal, you know, I should be able to pick up where I left off. Um, and then right, you, you put know, everything in place. Right. And then also up on the second floor, you know, um, will be, you know, for the kids who are registered in the program, you know, so like after school, if they want a place to kind of hang out, there could be a game room up there. So I bought all these retro games, you know, like Pac-Man and all that kind of stuff. And it would go into that, that game room, you know, I bought a pool table for the kids to use. Um, um, and then, you know, um, and I'm trying to, you know, grab the, the the parents in, you know, so one, you know, once a month or one Friday a month will be designated poker night for the fathers. You oh, know. funny. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, we'll, and we'll play for money, you know, and whatever, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, but the revenues would go toward the program. Okay. You know, so that's a way of, you know, um, trying to, you know, raise money as we go along, you know? Right. And, um, and, and making such a nice community. I mean, that's yeah, really great. Yeah. Those are all really great ideas. Too. And then the, and the last thing that's going up there, um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, um, in terms of dance supply store. So the kids will buy all their dance mm -hmm. supplies from us. And, um, and if that oh. goes very well, then, you know, I'll open it up where that we can, you know, um, hopefully, you know, we get other local dance schools come in and, you know, purchase things. So. But yeah, that's where I'm at. There's nothing in the city, right? I mean, there's nothing really within the city. Like right. This, I don't think. Right. You know, and the biggest complaint that I, I had from um, the parents was, well, you know, I got to go all the way out on Transit Road. Mm -hmm. That's far. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So. Well, it's really exciting. I can't wait till, till the pandemic's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can see how this happens. Yeah. But, you know, I... I, you know, I'm just plugging along as I, as I can, you know, and, uh, right. and hopefully, you know, but that's been, what's been going on on this end, you okay. know, and then, like I said, me doing this podcast has been my therapy, you know, be able to, 
you know, um, I found myself, you know, going to, into this this area where I wasn't talking to a lot of people, you know, just right. sticking to myself and, you know, and um, that's not healthy. <laughs> no, I know. That's true. I just read an article in the, I think it was in the um, Washington Post about how men in particular are finding that they need, you know, friendships during pandemic, like all your normal things where you see your buddies are taken away. There's no more, you know, game days and there's no more, you know, typical guy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Xbox day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's no, yeah, you can't go see a game together. There's no shows, there's no bars, there's no restaurants, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's been. There isn't to no, it's a, truth, it's a lot of truth. It's a lot of truth in that. Because you know? <laughs> I found yeah. myself sitting. You know, those first three months it w- was brutal. Just sitting, sitting at home. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, in my what I call my little man cave. You know, my little room where it's just me exists. Right. <laughs> and um, you know, I. It wasn't. It wasn't healthy. Right. And so yeah. you know, so by. Um, the summer, you know, I said, okay, you know, I need to do something, you know, something constructive, you know. So, um, and I just happened to see this thing about podcasting. You can do your own podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me give that Perfect a try. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, went in my, my pocket and, you know, and um, invested in equipment. And, you know, and so far, I like it. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, so I, so far I've just been, you know, reaching out to um, my friend down in Pittsburgh, uh, Gerard Holt, you know, who used to be with Pittsburgh Valley also. Okay. And uh, so we've just been shooting back and forth, you know, so I wanted to extend outside of, you know, and, and do a little bit more things locally, right. you know, but still in the area of um, what I feel comfortable in, in terms of dance. Right. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. There's a lot of avenues you could explore this way. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's coming along and, um, you know, the kids are grown and, you know, and so I, you know, I, I wanted to uh, speak a little bit more about how, you know, this is impacting, you know, uh, people like you and I, um, at our mid age, you know, right. And in your case, mid age, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're the same <laughs> for all. <laughs> I got a little more of a jump on you, <laughs> you know, and um, you know, and, and how, um, like I said, how it impact you as a mother, you know, with kids and. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, my son is in seventh grade and he's doing everything is online. Um, he's at Buffalo Public School. I don't know if they're, you know, they make some noises about bringing the younger kids back, but um, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't really make sense to me to do that yet, but. Um, I say, you know, don't do anything until, you know, they got this under control and it's, I think, it's yeah. over, you know. Yeah. Um, there's no point in having them running back and forth. And, no. You know, um, even though he's we're all anxious for it, I think in the big picture, you know, it's only going to be a year, a year and a half out of our lives, really. You know, and I'd rather we all make it through. Well, I do believe, you know, know, that they probably the schools will probably will open up 
next fall. Um, yes. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, for me, I had to not, you know, work around kids under six. You know, because, you know, even with the, you know, with the pandemic, you know, with the mask and everything, kids want to do what kids do. And they touch each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, I mean, how they're going to always be at risk, you know. Right. <laughs> I always joke, right. with, I always joke yeah. with parents, you know, that kids are nothing but walking germs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, um, and here at this school, you know, because I, when it came down to the little ones, you know, I don't know why, you know. I can bring in someone to work with the little one, but the parents just want me to work with them, you know? Oh, like, right. You know, I was like, oh, I can't do it. That I can't do anymore, you know? Right. But, you know, usually after class, you know, they want to run up and, hey, Mr. Marvin, and hug me, and, you know, oh, and I'm like, yeah. and I have to do the Heisman Trophy move, you know, like, eh, you know? Right. You know <laughs> yeah, you know, don't touch. You know? Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I never was a real huggy person anyway, <laughs> you know, so. Right. <laughs> but that's that's something I had to learn as I got older, you know, because even with my sons, it was like, uh, I remember when they were growing up, it was more, oh, handshake, you know. Right. It was just like a man, manly thing to do, handshake, okay, men don't right. hug, men don't hug, you know. Right. And, um, but as I, I, you know, by the time I um, got into my um early 40s you know i realized okay you gotta hug them right <laughs> you know exactly. so yeah you know and even now that they're grown and you know you know it's, it's like ah come over here and give me a big one you know exactly i know <laughs> so we all yeah. go through changes yeah yeah okay. wow well this well, was nice talking to you yeah and really um, nice to get caught up yeah and i will get that um those video, I think I may have more than one, you know, um, because I'm trying to, because, you know, at one point we, we did a, a mixed repertory, and, because um, I remember us dancing Corsair once. Oh, yeah. We yeah, and I think I have tapes of that, and, um, but I, you know, I, I'm sure, I, you know, I got several things, just, you know, finding, out, finding those things and pulling them out and uh, transferring them over to dvds you know um okay which i i know how to do all that stuff because that's how my son got the idea of you know filmmaking <laughs> you know, right, and, you've and he's way like ahead yeah. of me you know <laughs> <laughs> you know so you know he's the master now that's awesome yeah, yeah. i love that yeah well yeah that'll be fun that'll be a nice pandemic uh <laughs> event for me to show my family, make them sit down and watch, <laughs> watch me dance. <laughs> uh, well, that's, yeah, that, that would, you know, in my case, you know, there's history of, you know, with me, with my kids, you know, um, putting me up on the screen is not a fun thing for them. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh no, you know, do we really have to sit and watch that? You know, right. does everybody move up into the other room? <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to, you know, also get in touch with. Um, I mean, actually, I did make contact with Miss um, um, Asma, Miss Asma. Oh yeah, yeah. Asma Highway. Yeah. yeah. We got to get her to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, but this is the the hour difference, and um, so just working out a nice time. You know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's got you know, three hours. Because she has kids that 
there are in um, ballet. Yes, they do all kinds of. Her kids are really talented: singing, dancing. Oh, okay. Acting. Yeah, she she would See, probably I, have an interesting perspective because she's really a dance mom. Right, right. Because I I follow them also good. on uh, Facebook, and I so that that makes the connection now because uh, you know there are you know there's some little things that they post you know in their little stories them dancing and singing you know I just thought they were just being kids you know <laughs> no they're they're both like yeah they're both really good <laughs> it's kind of scary um and even through the pandemic they've you know been taking classes in their living room right and taking classes outside in a open thing and yeah you know California is easier to do that um yeah so she I'd love her to talk to you and well, I'll, I'll make sure I reach out to her, you know, in the okay. next day or so in China. Because I did try to establish that um, just bef um, before Thanksgiving. Um, I, I was trying to do it out in uh, New Mexico when I was visiting oh, my son. Oh, Oh, okay. And, you know, he has a pot um, cast station, too, you know. And I was, I was going to do it from his home. Right. But when I got out there, he didn't have anything set up. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it's not going to work. And, you know, okay. So I did tell her, you know, when I get back to Buffalo, I'll um, reach out to her, you know. Yeah. But um, I just happened to reach out to you first because, I, you know, you popped up on my feed here in Buffalo. And I said, oh, you know, and, I, and it just re <laughs> reminded me that you have kids, too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Marvin, so much. Thanks a lot. Nice to walk down memory lane with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish you all the best. Yeah, you too. All right. Thanks all a lot, right. Beth. All right. Bye.